the minute you step behind the wheel of an all-new Toyota Tundra TRD Pro, you'll know it was made to make a statement. Because it's a beast. Equipped with a 437-horsepower iForce Max hybrid engine made for making power moves. Plus, available cockpit-red interior with a technical camo pattern made to deliver a red carpet-like experience. Not to mention an in-grill LED light bar made to make you stand out from the crowd. The all-new Tundra TRD Pro, made to make a statement. Toyota, let's go places. What's up, Out of Bounds Nation? If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome to the Out of Bounds Sports Podcast. Come with us, Out of Bounds, as we discuss and debate the latest topics in the world of sports. We have a great show ahead, so let's get to it. With the 13th pick in the 1996 NBA Draft, the Charlotte Hornets select Kobe Bryant from Lower Marion High School in Pennsylvania. I have decided to skip college and take my talent to the NBA. He definitely is in the top 10 players of all time. No question about it. He's the best player in the game. Oh, hands down. He's the best player in basketball, and I don't think it's even close. He has some of the best skills um, that the NBA has ever seen in history. Sense of purpose. No, a sense of purpose was there ever since I was a kid. I knew exactly. I, I felt like I knew what God put me on this earth to do. Just play the game of basketball. I just love it so much. And once I came to the NBA and I looked around, I saw other guys that weren't working as much as I was, then I started to understand that. How I went about it is hard work. To me, it was just, I just love what I do, so I want to do it as much as possible. So much emotion in the building because of Kobe Bryant announcing his retirement. Hello, and thank you for listening to Out of Bounds Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Corey Harrison. Today, I kind of wanted to, you know, do an episode today outlining my day I also wanted to talk about the great Kobe Bryant many of y'all know me that know me how much Kobe impacted my life you know growing up you know watching him play you know in high school when I would you know school some of the games were on I would have like different topics in the in the cafeteria about Kobe and the, the Lakers and things like that so I have a packed show today. Well, kind of a compact show today, so I won't be with you long. But at first, I want to go over my day. So this is day 19, dealing with the coronavirus and its impact on the rest of the world, and of course mine as well. But I want to kind of, you know, share with your house directly impacted me. So last night after I recorded the show, my wife, which I think it was a great show, you know, just kind of, you know, going over our relationship and, you know, just talking about how we got together and how we kind of use sports and basketball to kind of grow our relationship. If you missed that show, it is available on 
Apple and also Spotify. But I stayed up really late last night. Me and my son, we was up playing video games. He had been bugging me all day about getting online to play Grand Theft Auto Online. Now, I used to play a lot. A lot. So when I get off of work, I'll be playing GTA Online and I just got addicted to it. So I kind of like kind of started trying to wean myself off of it here lately because I want to, you know, stay, you know, productive and positive about what's going on now. So I, I don't really get on, you know, Grand Theft Auto like I used to. But he was, you know, kind of bugging me all day. So I had you know, took a shower, got out the shower, and then we just, you know, played a few missions online. But I go to sleep. I had took a red, drunk a Red Bull late that night, and I was up all night till about five o'clock in the morning. So finally, I went to sleep about five o'clock. I got up about eight, nine o'clock this morning and started my day. Now, how the coronavirus is kind of impacting me, I would. I would typically get up on Saturday mornings and go to the gym to go work out. You know, I have my whole entire routine. You know, what I'm going to do for the day, you know, for my workout, you know, take a shower with the gym, you know, sauna, everything. And nowadays, it's kind of a struggle to try to stay active. So I go outside today, it's raining outside. You know, it's not even a little bit. It's like completely raining. It's, you know, really bad and gloomy outside but I had already been off for two days I hadn't hadn't done anything in two days because I was lazy yesterday it was you know just kind of it was it got really cold we had got a cold front out here um I do live in Texas and the weather is you know up and down in Texas as everyone you know that lives in Texas know you know never know what is going to we're going to expect when it comes to the weather so it's better to you know kind of plan ahead before you try to do anything the day before but I go out there today, and it's it's raining. So I stop, you know, stop at the station like I always do before I, you know, do anything um, as far as, like, workout-wise. So I stop at the gas station. I contemplated to myself. I said, man, I should turn around and go back home because it's already raining, and I was going to run a trail. Of course, when I, you know, get out there to the trail, nobody was out there. I was the only nut out there running on the trail. But, you know, I finally psyched myself up and say, man, you need to get and do something because um, I'm just I just gotta be active I have to be moving I have to do something to keep my mind off of what's going on so I did a run in the rain today now, so after that my wife sends me out to the grocery store and I hadn't really been out to the grocery store you know since this thing has been going on you know, she's been kind of you know going back and forth to the grocery store and and really been you know been going I've been like sending her to the store to get certain items or she would you know see what we need here and go get certain items and and so on and so forth so when I get to the grocery store I'm sending gloves masks you know they got the ATM you know covered in plastic they got the POS terminals and plastic. The aisles are completely bare. There are no supplies, toilet paper, paper towel, nothing. I'm like, it's, it's, it's like something off of a movie. And I'm like, this is really our new normal. This is really, you know, what has been 
been going on for the last few weeks and if I, mean, I kind of stay in a like a, a bubble I'm always you know kind of like when I work I come home I go to work out I come home I don't really have a, a big social life so when I created this this podcast it was completely out of my comfort zone completely because I'm not really an outgoing people person and being off of work it's been like a, a lot going on as far as like not not being able to do certain things just because of our climate. My wife, she still she's still going to work every morning. So I wake up like I'm going to work in the morning. In about eight o'clock, nine o'clock in the morning. And she's getting dressed to go to work. And I like to walk her out to a car. And then after I walk her out of the car, I'll I'll go back home and, you know, just sit around. And like, man, I feel like the biggest bum. She's out working still because her job's uh I guess they deem it as one of those essential jobs, so they she still needs to um actually attend work and you know, they have like these preventative measures that they have going on there uh, to ensure the safety of their employees. But I work at a gym. I've been there for the last six years, so of course, if you about the gym, how how that's impacting um, the operations of gyms across the nation. You know, they closed out the gyms around my area a few weeks back. So I've been, I think it's the 19th day I've been off work. I'm going crazy. So the first couple of days, I was like, man, it's, it feels good to be off and you know, just kind of unwind, just to have, just to take it off. But then after a few days, and you know, of it after that, I was like, man, I'm, I'm going to go crazy. I have to do something. And I had been talking to, to me and my, my, I had been talking to my cousin about creating a podcast before I got off work, but I never even, you know, had time to even think of how to put it together. And so I got to sitting around and said, you know what, I should start that podcast today one day and that was last week and I started mapping out what I want to do what I want to talk about and we just you know and that's kind of how like you know we birthed the podcast out of the coronavirus situation because I didn't have anything else to do also you know I've been like I said I've been doing a lot of workouts outside me and my wife has been going out and you know still playing you know basketball just you know with amongst each other we see anybody else out there we kind of uh, leave the court just in case you know it gets too crowded or you know or we get too close to anyone else you know just because we have to stay that six feet away so after time we play basketball or if we go anywhere if I touch a door handle my wife is sticking a a bottle a little small bottle hand sanitizer in my face she's just like here and the first couple times I was like okay and so I put the hand sanitizer on she's trying to trying to look out for me and then after a while she just you know it started getting kind of annoying she just sticks it in out of nowhere here you know just sticks the, the hand sanitizer in my face I said man if you stick that damn hand sanitizer in my face one more time I'm gonna throw the damn thing out the window and then so I said um, the next time that you want to, you know, to give me hand sanitizer, say, hey, would you like some hand sanitizer? And then I hold my hand out, and you squirt the hand sanitizer in my hand. 
instead of just you know stick. She's just really like I mean, because at first I didn't want to you know um, let fear control my my life. I didn't want to you know believe that that this virus taking over you know our lives like that. And even like the week before had got you know locked down. I was I wasn't really taking it serious. She was giving me updates on it, and I really wasn't really paying close attention to it. It wasn't until they actually shut down the NBA, and when they shut down the NBA, I was like, "Whoa, you know, this is really something that I need to really pay attention to because the NBA is like a, um, a big, you know, business. It's a big corporation." I was like, "Man, the NBA has been shut down," and that's when I was like, "And this has got to be." you know, something I need to pay attention to. So then they start, you know, slowly start closing stuff down. And then finally, you know, they, you know, told us that we weren't able to um, work. And then, you know, the, that, that very night, the night before we had to close my job, I work at um, a local Planet Fitness. I've been there for, uh, been there at Planet Fitness about six years. And the night before that, I, the gym that I, I patron at, it's called Lifetime Fitness. And they had already sent out their information that they were going to shut down their gyms until further notice. And I said, man, it's, it's really getting, you know, serious that, you know, that this thing is, you know, so now I start really start, you know, looking at it, you know, at another, in another set of lenses, so to speak. And, you know, as this thing has, you know, spread and it's been, you know, accelerated across the United States, you know, it's been a number of sports leagues that has to alter their schedules and in response to the pandemic. So I just wanted to kind of give like some stats on it. According to the World Health Organization, there's been more than 754,000 worldwide cases reported of COVID-19, the coronavirus. Also confirmed 30, over 36,000 people um, have died as of March 31st. The sports landscape, the, basically the, the the whole entire sports landscape has been altered significantly. You know, playing games behind closed doors, counseling events, putting leagues on temporary suspension. Um, on Tuesday, March the 31st, Chinese government issued an order continuing on uh, team sports because of COVID-19, which will delay the, re- the resumption of the Chinese basketball season. March the 30th, Bellator postponed three events in May. That's the European London series. The Pac-12 extended the suspension of all team-related activities through May 31st. Barcelona star Lionel Messi said the team's players will take 70% wages and make other contributions to help the club workers during Spain's state of emergency. Also, Barcelona announced on the, the 26th of this month, oh, no, not this month, March, I'm sorry, that all the staff, including first-team players on the soccer team and basketball clubs, will see salary reduction for the duration of the delayed season caused by the coronavirus pandemic. So it's a lot of different sports leagues and different businesses and things like this lose a lot of money you know, because of this pandemic. And as you know, there's been several different 
basketball players that were diagnosed with the the coronavirus as well. And I believe um, it was reported that all of those that was reported before had already recovered from the coronavirus. So, it's, me, I, I'm, I'm kind of still kind of stuck in between how much of this is actual um, how much of it is is like really you know to the point where we need to panic and how much of it that we need to pay attention to as far as um, you know our, our mind's been taken off to some into something else or something different and I just kind of look at you know things you know through you know different perspectives now it's not to say that I don't take this you know situation serious because I, I believe that we still need to you know take our preventative measures um, we need to make sure staying at home as much as possible you know which I, I pretty much you know I try unless I need to you know go out and I don't you know, I'm all day at home which I, that's where I'm at right now but you know with this going on, like I've, I've, I've always been active. I've always had something to do. You know, just going back to, you know, work-wise. You know, I've been, you know, working at the gym for about six years. Same job for six years. You know, moved from different, different um, locations, but been doing this thing for six years. And when I first started, I had started working. I think that was back in 2013. And I had two jobs. I worked at two gyms at that time. So staying at home and not having something to do or somewhere to go, it's kind of out the norm for me. It's not. It's it's not common for me to do so. I, like I said before, my my wife she's still going to work. So I'm you know completely you know at home and not just like a the biggest bum ever. And I know that she you know she understands and things like that. But you know just you know being a you know, a male and, you know, take care of things like that. It just, I just wasn't, you know, wasn't raised like that. So I want to kind of switch gears a little bit and um, talk about, you know, my idol up, the great Kobe Bryant. Today, it was finally reported that he will be in the basketball hall of fame. I first want to go over the day I got news about his tragic passing. Just like any other day, it was a Sunday afternoon. Me and my wife, we had just wrapped up a, a session at the gym, and we wanted to go get something to eat. And every time we try to figure out something to eat, we, you know, back and forth, back and forth. So we finally decided on going to Jason's Deli. And get some soup and salads and stuff like that. And then we'll go um, to my mom's house like we normally do on Sundays. And we were sitting down, you know, just about to start eating. And my mother texted me. And it was a picture from TMZ. And then it said Kobe had tragically passed away from a helicopter crash 
And like everyone else, when they first got their news, I thought it was a hoax. I said, this, it can't be real. I was looking at different outlets, start, you know, Google searching. I wasn't getting any returns. I said, yeah, this could be something. It got to be fake. Maybe five minutes later, TVs that was at Jason Deli had it plastered everywhere. Kobe Bryant passes away. The helicopter crash. I couldn't eat. You know, I, I tried to, you know, finish what I had started eating. It just didn't feel right. And I went to work the following day, and it was just not the same. I've been tracking this man's career since um, the year 2000. And I was a freshman in high school. I had watched a few basket, you know, a few years of basketball prior, you know, during the Michael Jordan era. I met, I remember some of that. I'm 33. I remember um, some of that, you know, back when you know Michael was playing. I saw like the tail end of his career. I saw both Utah series, and but I wasn't really like I wasn't really into basketball like that. I was more so with you know football. I love football, and. Kobe came on the scene in '96, but I, you know, I wasn't really watching Kobe then because um, during that time Kobe would would be on the, you know, the first three years of Kobe's career. Not a lot of people know that he was on the bench. He had got drafted and was 17 years old, and so um, during that time he, he, they didn't they didn't play him a lot of games, and I really didn't get a chance to see a whole lot of Kobe, you know, back then because that, like I said, that first three years I he started until like '99. Which that season was a was a half season. They they knocked out the NBA running time. And I think about two thousand. That's when you know they finally you know started. They had got Phil Jackson and and they had you know started making a run for that that the championship that year. And that's when I started you know really paying attention to the Lakers because I I was already a, I had already liked Shaq you know he was with Orlando, so I kind of. You know, Shaq kind of drew to the Lakers. It wasn't it wasn't Kobe just yet. It was it was Shaq um, lured me to you know start watching the Lakers play and the chemistry that they had. You know, Phil Jackson. It was just like magic. They caught lightning in the bottle. Like that, that, that's one of the greatest sports dynasties in history. I'm a huge Laker fan. And so I just, you know, started watching them and started, you know, following them. Since then, I'm still a Lakers fan. I still, you know, still like my Lakers. But just that that day, you know, when he passed away, I just feel like a family member had passed away. Like, it, it felt like someone that was in my, a member of my family had passed away. And I, 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 I wasn't right since. Like, I, I would, you know, go play basketball games, and it just did not feel right. You know, every time I go out and play, you know, I got, I got a pair of my Kobe's on. I got a Kobe shirt. You know, I'm, I'm a huge Kobe Bryant fan. You know, to this day, you know, 
So today it was announced that he will be uh, inducted into the Pro Basketball Hall of Fame. Also along in that class of the 20 class was Tim Duncan, who had he won five championships in his own right and two MVP awards. Um, Kevin Garnett, he also will be included into that. He had a 21-year career with um, the Boston Celtics and Minnesota Timberwolves. He, of course, spent most of his time with Minnesota. He got um, drafted by the Timberwolves after high school well, just like Kobe did. Also in that draft, that um, that Hall of Fame class will be Tamika Catchings, who stands on stands as like I think she's the third. I believe she's the third all-time in uh, the WNBA. To to round out the class, there are going to be four coaches and an exec: Kim Mulkey of Bay Stevens of Bentley University, also Eddie. And most notably, um, also, it's going to be, um, I believe, Rudy Tomjanovich got in on that one as well. He he actually coached Kobe one year. I remember when uh, Rudy T had coached him. I, I don't think he coached him for a full season. I have to um, go back and check it out. But, yeah, it's going to be. Um, but the biggest thing was going to be, you know, like I said, Kobe. Um this man, his career, and his inspiration, you know, on this, this, you know, my generation alone, you know, I, I, I just, I just couldn't believe that Kobe passed away. Like, you know, the, you hear about things like that, but Kobe had just started that second phase of his career, and it wasn't basketball. It wasn't the mentality. Transitioning to pushing forward female sports. It was, you know, paving the way for the next generation. He had, you know, basketball clinics that, you know, pro guys would come to um, the mama facility, train with him. You know, a lot of guys would, you know, come and, you know, get advice during the summertime. And you would see some of those guys that, went to those camps or uh, had been under Kobe's tutelage, how their games had gotten better. And that's just like, I I never met Kobe personally. Never met him personally. I'd love to, you know, finally like, you know, just to go to an event or some kind of, you know, area where he was going to be at. You know, but, you know, I never, I'm never going to get a chance to to ever get that chance to be able to to meet Kobe Bryant, but you know, he he died young. You know, 41, 20 year career, you know, it's not gonna be a lot of people that's gonna, you know, be able to say that they were in the NBA, won five championships before they were fifty. You know, he just was forty one years old, four beautiful daughters, um one tragically passed away with him in that crash his 13 year old daughter Gianna which they said she was going to be you know pretty good herself in her own right I just man it's it's, it's really hard just talking about it. I mean I took I, I, I when I first 
started this podcast, I didn't want to just start off just by talking about, you know, that situation. It's just like opening up an old wound again, you know, talking about it. You know, it's just, I just wish that he would be here to be able to, you know, enjoy the, the you know, this distinction of this, um, his Hall of Fame career. And I, it's, it's extremely sad that we won't be able to, you know, hear that Hall of Fame speech. But that's all I have for tonight, Out of Bounds. Um, I, I really, really in, enjoyed um, bringing this to you guys. And I really um, hope everyone is doing well during this time, staying inside, bonding with your families, planning on trying to do something um, that you wasn't able to do before this time. You know, try to find something productive to do. Try to find something to get your mind off of it. You know, that's why, you know, like I said, I created this podcast because I was sitting around not doing anything. Like, I was completely bored. I would, you know, play video games. And the last thing I want to do is just sit around and mope and not have anything to do. So now, you know, with the podcast, I'm, you know, creating different material. I'm, you know, trying to brainstorm of what I want to talk about next and stuff like that. And hopefully one day, I mean, this this might take me somewhere, you know, else. I'm not, you know, trying to get rich off of doing podcasts or anything like that. It's more so like a hobby. But I can get better with, you know, putting content together and, and stuff like that. But that's all I have for tonight, Out of Bounds. I thank y'all for listening. We'll see you in the next segment. If you love the Out of Bounds Sports Podcast, we'd love for you to subscribe, rate, and give a review on iTunes. Until next time.